Have you ever wanted to start a DIY or a remodel and something gets in your way? It could be a doubt, an emotion, whatever it may be. These are three things that will help you get over whatever that fear is to do that remodel. What's up, everybody? This is Jen. And this is Trent from NotingGrace.com. Welcome to the Your Home Renewed Podcast. Where we talk about the why behind the DIY. We want to help you create a home with purpose that you love to live in. From design dilemmas or renovation struggles. And finding the motivation to tackle that project you've been putting off. This is the place where you can find encouragement to get the job done. It's your home. Renewed. Okay, so we are in the middle of a kitchen remodel. If we were to flip the camera around, you would see a totally deconstructed wall Mm -hmm. and a kitchen. Uh, In fact, we'll put a little bit of footage here so that way you can kind of see what we're dealing with. Um, We weren't even planning to do a kitchen remodel this year, were we? No. And you know when you (laughs) open a wall, there's like a lot of studs in them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's just sticks all and, around and the house right Not now. only are we opening a wall, but we're also deconstructing and taking down the walls. So yeah. the mm-hmm. framing has to come down. Yeah. Well, it all started around Memorial Day weekend. Um, we went to the store to do a fun, tiny DIY project with our son. And we had been talking about and dreaming about having a better refrigerator. And we said, oh, well, let's just go look at them. Mm-hmm. Well, and then Every we time. found... A the great deal. Yes. I mean, but it was a, too good of a deal to pass yeah, out. it was. So, and they're like, oh, and we're delivering it Thursday. And we're like, what? Yes. So that That started, jump started our uh, kitchen remodel, which was fact, already in the works, but it just sort of, well, okay, now we've got to do it. And to back up a little bit, we had already redone this kitchen mm-hmm. when we first moved in. It was actually... Not the first project because we did our bathroom first, but it was the second big project that we had done in this home. So, you know, we yeah. we have already touched it a little yeah. bit. So we're, we're <laughs> remodeling the remodel. So one thing that is kind of, well, the refrigerator was the catalyst, but we also, in this space, I we had built a pantry system. One area had a pantry. Mm-hmm. And the other area was kind of a butler's pantry. And I had, I displayed all my pretty things that I love to collect, but I kept looking at it thinking, gosh, look at all of this space that we could use Mm -hmm. and repurpose. It's right next to our kitchen. That would be perfect for if we move the refrigerator over and then suddenly we have new counter space and that is where we're at. So with that being in the middle of a massive kitchen remodel, we thought this would be a great topic to address with you because we have been there, we are currently mm-hmm. there, and we can help you out. Yeah, we know you're doubting yourself every step of the way because I'm doubting myself every step of the way. And I don't think things are going to work out, and they do. <laughs> and I don't think that measurement's correct. So I recheck it, and it's correct. <laughs> and then you install it, and now it's not correct again. Yeah. And you're thinking, no, I double, triple checked that. And you have to learn how to uh, adjust to all of these issues. So we hope to help you out on that. Well, I think the first thing, and you pretty much have started touching on it, Mm -hmm. is to learn that we're not perfect. Nothing is perfect. Our 30-year-old home Mm -hmm. is not perfect. So So that takes a bit of the pressure off if you start realizing, okay, 
Uh, I'm not perfect. This isn't going to turn out perfect to laser level standards, <laughs> yes. right? But here's the secret. The professionals don't do it perfect either. No, we can, uh, whenever we get into this perfection mode, and, and I'll say it's, it's you, a lot of the times oh, yeah. it's hard for him to let go of, I'll just take him by the hand and put him over to a corner of our house where the framing, I mean, at the top you can see the drywall is a small space, but at the or, bottom it continues yeah. to get bigger. So All the even doorways when they built, are crooked, yeah. the, the, the headers are... Sagging, and I mean, they're just all just over. And bit, you yeah. walk past them every day, and you don't even think you don't about notice it. it. And uh, so, no one's going to notice the sixteenth of an inch that this is off. <laughs> <laughs> it is, but I know it's there, and it bugs me. But okay. it is the way it is. One thing that I think um, would help with getting over that 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 drive to be for it to be perfect is to learn to pivot. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've said it before, you open up a wall, oh my goodness, there's a gas line there, guess what, we're not going to be able to take this out, and you have to pivot your plan and and shift gears. Mm -hmm. So I think with if you have that be your first rule, it's not perfect, and be ready to pivot. Yeah. Then I think that that's going to be the biggest hurdle yes. to get over. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, so one thing that um, is also very important when you're in the middle of a remodel, because we've done it um, this way for a long time, because tools and wood scraps oh. and pencils are just always scattered. It's in the middle of the floor. Mm -hmm. um, you've got stuff everywhere. You've rearranged things, you've moved things. And so you're constantly tripping over stuff. And then, you know, especially when it's your kitchen remodel and, and then it's time to cook dinner and suddenly you're cooking dinner <laughs> next to, uh, the wood pile right. and, and, uh, a tool store. It's like, where is my olive oil? That's WD 40. <laughs> And so, don't use WD forty yeah, to cook it, with. I can attest it does not taste like olive oil. It is a high smoke rate. <laughs> Disclaimer: Yeah, might make your joints work better, <laughs> but uh, it doesn't taste good. So you don't want to cook with that. So uh, tidy up a bit. That'd be the biggest number two we could. Uh, yeah, keep the area clean, especially for a kitchen. Yeah. I mean, because it is at the end of the night, you're tired, and then, and. You know, we're really trying hard to not, in the middle of a kitchen remodel, always go to grab something to eat. Yeah. It's like, okay, if we just take the the 10, 15 minutes at the mm -hmm. end of the day to put everything back where it's supposed to go. Yeah. And, you know, we did get a little toolbox caddy mm -hmm. that we make sure to put all of our tools in. That yep. has actually helped because most of the time... We, yeah. Like you said, yeah. everything is scattered around. Uh, so tool, even in the middle yeah. of the day, I try to always go back and if yeah. we're done with that tool, put it back into the little toolbox caddy yeah. that we have. Number 2B uh, would be to buy triplicate of every tool and bit and fastener <laughs> that you have so that it's you can have one here, here, and here. No, you can't do that, obviously. But that's why it's important yeah. to keep the area clean. And I'm bad about leaving a, you know, we always joke that we have a, a tape measure in every house. Now, I will say I have multiples of those room. 
Well, there, I'm sure we left some tape measures in previous homes because <laughs> we couldn't find them all to take with us. Uh, so you're welcome, new homeowners. Um, I was just excited that you said in every house as if we had multiple houses. I, I was like, is this yeah. a surprise? Well, we have a YouTube show. Of course we have multiple houses. <laughs> um, but definitely have multiples of, of tape measures because uh, you'll, you'll need them in every little corner of the of the room. Well, what we learned is is if you have an inside tape measure and an outside tape measure, that way you you're taking the measurement, you can leave it at your project space, but then you can have one out where you're going to make the cuts. Mm-hmm. That stays with the machine. So having the two at least yeah. is definitely yeah. I think a, a really smart I, I'm not I'm not thing. cool enough to to clip it to my to my belt like some folks do. You know, I just don't feel like I'm that cool uh, to wear. I don't wear my cell phone either because I'm not that cool either. Uh, But uh, also, I don't wear uh, anything clipped to my side because I'll I'll rub against the brand new refrigerator that I'm walking past and scratch it. Uh, So I don't leave anything on my person that would stick out. So that's why I don't do it. And then, you know, my dad swears by... You have to use the same tape measure that you measure the space with that you go out to cut with. Why? Well, because I don't know, like if there's some microscopic difference in the six different tape measures, I, I, I'm not, I don't hold that same belief necessarily. Um, hmm. So, I mean, if one tape measure is acting funny and the other one doesn't, you know, if it's Seems often, I mean, uh, yeah, but like I don't in, know. In re- the only thing that we can relate to is music because that's what we've done forever. So, mm-hmm. yeah, if you're you're going to record a vocal in a room, you want to replicate because mm. there may be different audio yeah. that bounces. Yeah. So, I, if I think of it in that term, yeah. then yeah, I can kind of see. Yeah, I don't know how. Where that I mean, work, yeah, I don't know how standard. I would assume most tape measuring things are, are the same, and probably they all get this tape measure from the same place. But then, then we and go then, back to rule number one: nothing's perfect. Nothing's anyway. perfect anyway. And if you're a minutia millimeter off, thirty seconds yeah, off. Uh, is that what it is? Thirty second. Thirty second. Thirty second. Thirty second. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, if you're, if you're worried about being a 30 second off, you need to stop the project and just, you know, hire somebody to do it. Yeah. You know, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Well, so the, the first two, let's recapitulate what we said. So the number one, I don't even know what recapitulate means. Does that mean we're going to repeat the things that we just did? Okay. Mm -hmm. So number one, it's not perfect and learn to pivot. Yeah. Number two. Well, not only it's not perfect. We're not perfect. Nothing is perfect. Nothing is perfect. No. Uh, number two, keep your area clean. Like even last night mm. when you were cooking dinner, you said, do you know how huge it is mm-hmm. that you took the time and actually wiped the counter? So that yeah. way now I have a place to, to yeah. cook dinner without having to, yeah. you know. So keep your yeah. area clean. Take and, then, that. and then this morning, waking up and coming out to a deconstructed kitchen, but all the surfaces are clean. Was just like breathing fresh air, right? You know. Well, it makes looking at the ugly, exposed two by fours a little more manageable. And it, and it all because yeah. now it's that's not right. Yeah, it's like you're already looking mess. at these yeah. sticks and broken up drywall, but at least I don't have to look at a mess on the countertops right. and there weren't tools laying all on the floor. And when I made our morning omelets, I wasn't uh. uh 
pinching up the sawdust <laughs> on the table like it's uh, Parmesan cheese Why and going. Why do they have to do that? As, I don't that? know. I think because when it bounces off your forearm, oh, okay, it's it. Um, that's called um, gourmet. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. So the third and most important rule that you can learn is mm-hmm. to remind yourself that you are saving tons yes. of money. So what do we have to tell ourselves in this kitchen remodel? It's not costing us $27,000. Okay. So let me yeah. tell the story of that. So we were at one of the big box stores and they had a representative mm-hmm. in the cabinet area saying, Hey, you know, we're, we're giving free estimates. On, we'll come to your house and for, you know, kitchen cabinet refacing. And my thought is, Oh, well, our boxes are in great shape. We just would love to know what's the cost of new doors. The guy comes to our house and he looks at our cabinets and he's like, oh, yeah, we can resurface some of these and then we can replace this. And, you know, but the sales pitch was most kitchen remodel, the average kitchen remodel costs like twenty five thousand dollars. Uh, to do. So I'm thinking, yeah, it sure does. That's Which is why, why we want to go for why, more affordable. That's right. That's why you're here to show us that we don't have to replace everything. We can just sort of make it look better with what we already have. And so he goes around, counts all the cabinets, adds it up in the calculator, writes a figure down, twists the paper dramatically like, check this out. And he slides it over and... $27,000. It was more expensive than the average kitchen remodel. Yeah. And I'm thinking that was the, the worst sales pitch ever. I was like, <laughs> see you, dude. Nice talking to you. Sorry we wasted include, your time. That didn't include appliances. That didn't include uh, countertops. That didn't include flooring. Nothing. Yeah. So, yeah, we were like, that's not happening. So when we were building the surround around our new refrigerator, mm-hmm. that was the surprise yes, catalyst. That's right. Um, We are very thankful and very fortunate that all of the existing cabinets that we are repurposing magically have fit. Yeah. I mean, it's it's actually a huge blessing that they have all the same size. And that's why those professional things are going to cost you more and why a contractor coming in is going to cost you more because they're just going to take down those cabinets, toss them, and build you new ones. Right. And it's... That's why it's so expensive. So if you do it yourself, you're in control, and you take the cabinets down off the wall, separate them, and go, hmm, these aren't bad. Let me see if they'll fit somewhere else, where this new space that you're building. And that's the glory of, of doing that. Yeah. Because then, you know, look, you know, you've only spent a couple hundred dollars on some wood to to fix some mm-hmm. of the stuff and fit them in somewhere instead of thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars right. for new new cabinets. And so that's why we DIY mm-hmm. right there because it's a, a money-saving thing and you stay in control and you know every step of the process. Right. And at the end, it's so rewarding because, you know, even though, yeah, when you do things like that, you're going to put these cabinets in and go, hey, it kind of works out, but... Well, this side sticks out a little bit more, yeah, and so you have to have fix to things. Yeah. yeah, and so all that kind of stuff. So no, it it's not going to be a perfect machined uh, sur- factory sur- finished finish yeah. surround. 
But I think you can look at it and go, well, that didn't cost me $27,000. Exactly. I did it myself. I learned a bunch of stuff. Right. And then the next time I do it, I'll do it even better. And it's it keeps you active and your brain working. Yeah. And it's and in the end, it's kind of fun. I mean, I, I get into construction dad mode sometimes and yes. get a little frustrated. But, you know, there's some, you know, I have a whole different way of talking when construction dad uh, comes in. <laughs> you know, it's... D- d- a different person when the kids are like, I don't like construction dad. <laughs> but construction dad is a short-lived character that moves in for a second and then leaves. That's right. And, uh, and it's mostly comical. It, I yeah. Say. I mean, I, I have to overdo it so that I really <laughs> don't go crazy. Well, I did calculate what we have spent so far. Mm-hmm. So we, we are going to purchase... A new countertop, so that this number will grow. Yeah. But we're not to that point yet. Yeah. So far, we have only spent three hundred and twenty dollars. What? On the kitchen, <sighs> and we've already built an entire surround using the old boxes for around the new refrigerator. Mm-hmm. And then where the old refrigerator was, we built mm-hmm. a base yep. cabinet, which was basically yeah. And we moved some doors and a drawer over, mm-hmm. and just built. Built it in where the old well, refrigerator we, was. We repurposed. So when we had built the old butler's pantry, we had a DIY countertop, wood countertop that we had used. And so we weren't going to be using that anymore. So we mm-hmm. cut that down and we were able to use that as the sides and the bottom for the base of this cabinet. So we've been able to, yeah. to repurpose and reuse, recycle. Yeah. All that kind of stuff I mean, and save us so much money. It's like every time we walk outside, do you hear it? Like the trees are like, thank you. <laughs> I hear it when I go outside, you know? I don't know the, what the you tree, drink to be able to hear the trees. The trees are talking to me now. <laughs> they they reach out their branches and okay, there's, there's we a need hug. to have a totally different yeah. conversation. Then. So if you're starting to hallucinate <laughs> after DIY projects, I can totally relate. Well, and I think, you know, some here's a bonus tip. Ooh, bonus tip time. Bonus we should tip. have a, a, a stinger music. Bonus tip. You know. Okay, you can work on that. That was a little aggressive. A little aggressive. And I apologize for that. <laughs> but I think. I'm wearing an Alter Bridge shirt, so it doesn't go. Yeah. Well, a little, you know. Testosterone. Yes. Hmm. I like testosterone on my pizza. <laughs> okay, so can I share the invaluable no, tip? No, I need more jokes. Okay. I think. Also, so, so yeah, it's not perfect. We're not yeah. perfect. Nothing's perfect. Keep it clean. You're saving a lot of money. Yeah. But I also think that there has to be that knowledge of it's going to get worse mm. before it gets better. Yeah. If you want to make something look better, it might have to look ugly first. Yeah. yeah. I think that, you know, if you're deconstructing it, I've got exposed wires that... I don't, I hate, we've removed beadboard. And so there's old glue swirly marks on the walls and I've got company coming in two days. Looks like the baby's made poop art from their <laughs> diapers on the wall. <laughs> All that brown construction glue <laughs> glue over there. And that's going to be what, when my guest comes out yeah. of the guest room, that's the first thing that they see. You know, see. all you have to do is hush them by saying that is modern art. And Modern you must art. not criticize. That costs us $60,000 to get that installation. <laughs> yeah. That is saving us $27,000. That's right. There All you that, go. Those glue swirls are like, oh, you, know, like, you smell that? Savings. That's right. We hope this 
helps you if you are stuck in that. I can't do this. You can do it and help find what are those markers that can help push you forward. Look to, you know, where is your savings going to be? Mm. Or look to a solution of how I can make this more manageable, like Mm -hmm. we did with keeping our space clean. Or, you know, just even releasing yourself from that false sense of perfection that we will never attain. I mean, close enough is good. Well, I mean, with the exception, you do want to connect wires all the way together. I mean, that doesn't work with the close enough rule. How about do your best? (laughs) These wires aren't really touching, but eh, you know. Close enough. That black one sticking way out of the socket. (laughs) So, and every time I touch it, I feel funny. This is why we don't do wiring. How about that? (laughs) (laughs) You should call an electrician. But yes, and and, um, in so many cases, close enough is good enough. And I guarantee you, like I said before, the professionals are kind of going, well, close enough is good enough and they ain't looking anyway. And they'll never notice this and you probably won't, especially until it's way down the road. And then you go, wait a minute, is that crooked? And you're going to go, yep, it was crooked. And that (laughs) professional is going to be going, I got this money over here in my bank account and I'm on to the next job. And you go, oh, well, so why not do it yourself? You can do it. And reach out and let us know if you know the the trick about the tape measure. Leave us a comment. We want to know the reason why behind Mm -hmm. all of that. So we hope this helps you. If you have any questions or comments, leave them below. Always give us a like or subscribe so that way you won't miss the next episode coming out every week. And remember... DIY it. The trees will thank you. Literally. <laughs> <laughs>